0: the enchanted ears podcast
1: where we discuss anything and everything disney i'm angela and i'm joe got another great episode for you this week so great (laughs) i haven't said that in a while so i figured i'd throw that back out there (laughs) Mm -hmm. so angela it's finally happening zootopia land has been confirmed it's coming the only problem is it's not coming to america it's coming to shanghai Oh man. So I mean we have we've, we've mentioned this before that there's been kind of a long running rumor that they're gonna put a zootopia themed land within Animal Kingdom. Which makes sense. Zootopia's animals, Animal Kingdom. So part of that rumor was true. They have been developing a Zootopia land. It's just gonna be going into Shanghai, Disneyland, first. And in the And then
0: usually didn't you say they have they have like a five year hold a lot of times Sometimes, on these new special yeah. lands.
1: Yeah, and, and it makes sense because in the press release, it mentioned that Zootopia um, was the number one animated feature film in the history uh, of China. Whoa. So it makes sense. So it, it was a huge success in China. So it makes sense that it's going to Shanghai first because they're trying to grow out Shanghai. Um, now, kind of details are, are pretty slim about this. It's basically just a, a quick concept art, but it's kind of... The uh, Zootopia Metropolis is going to be there. You know, they make some references to Nick Wilde and Judy Hopps, and you're going to be able to interact with them. So details are are pretty slim. They're going to start construction next year. So I have to imagine probably uh, 2022, maybe, you know, we'll see something opening. And then, yeah, I'd have to think if it does well, maybe another uh, five or six years we'll see something come to Animal Kingdom.
0: Yeah, or something like that. So, well, it sounds fun. I, thought- I I enjoyed Zootopia a lot. It was a different movie in Disney by Disney standards because it's really set up as a um oh my goodness, like a, a buddy
1: cop. It's movie. it's a
0: yeah it's a buddy cop movie where they're, yeah they're they're solving a crime which is cool because we've never really seen that before. I mean I guess Nemo's sort of a buddy cop movie, but it, it's a, a little, little bit but it's a little bit more obvious that it's a buddy cop movie and it's fun, and there's a lot of things that you can kind of put together. So And
1: Zootopia was a little bit different from Nemo, and why I liked it is because, I mean, in all these animated movies, the animals are, are very human-like, but this was the most so in that you had different species of animals all mm-hmm. interacting. So Nemo, they're all fish. Right. You know, this you had kind I of mean, different. So you had a whole society. You know, the sloth worked at the DMV because he's slow. Like like that kind of, there's like inside yeah. jokes in there we're, were really good.
0: I mean, with Nemo though, there's, they're fish, but there's also like things that aren't actually fish. Like jellyfish aren't actually fish. But for
1: most people, they're not going to know that. I mean, uh, you're an animal nerd, so you understand yeah. that. But most people think it's under the water. It's all kind of a fish.
0: Well, yeah, but you- we're just more generally as a culture I mean, he, at least in America, we're more familiar with your land animals.
1: Yeah, you can more easily tell that a fox is different from a rabbit and things. So. What?
0: I always thought that they were the same. Are we, you serious?
1: I am serious. Oh my gosh. So the other So the other piece of news, and this isn't so much news, it's kind of just an interesting uh, little insight and tidbit into Disney. So uh, I found this on Travel and Leisure, but I think a couple other sites picked this up. But... A uh, a Disney park expert was doing an interview with Business Insider. So that's where it originally came from, and was talking about how Disney hides a lot of their back of house items in plain sight. So, kind of the infrastructure that they don't want you to see, uh-huh. it's actually in the park, and they have a they've developed a special paint color called "Go Away Green," <laughs> and they just <laughs> paint it that green, and it blends in, and people don't see it. And they actually said all uh. throughout the park. People don't notice it because it's a similar green to the shrubbery and everything Uh around it. And it kind of blends in. They said a great example is if you're on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, if you look to your right at the first hill, there's a huge back of house infrastructure building. And nobody ever sees it because it's painted with this magic paint that essentially makes Uh it invisible to people. So
0: now I want to invent my own line of Disney clothes that is go away green camo so that I could go throughout the Disney parks and be unrecognizable. You wouldn't well, be able to see me.
1: I think if you're moving, you would still be seeing this is more that the way they, they place the items no. near other things. No, I'm just going to stand by shrubs. Okay. Well, then you would disappear. Yeah, that would be good.
0: Uh huh. Well, see Disney bringing the magic <laughs> once again.
1: How's that for Disney bounding? You're Disney bounding a shrubs.
0: Exactly.
1: You're just blending. You could stay there all night. They'll never see you. You blend in, what? they would think, oh, nobody's in the park. And exactly. then the whole park yours at
0: night. Exactly. Wait, this is the best That's Disney a great... bounding costume ever though. It now becomes night I'm at go... the museum
1: because you're you're staying over. Everything yeah. turns to life.
0: Wait, I want to go as like, I want to go for the Flower and Garden Festival and then go as one of the topiaries. So I'll be like Mickey Mouse, but then cover myself and go away, go away green so I look like a topiary. That
1: would be the greatest Disney bounding thing ever. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's done that. We are actually going down... For the Flower and Garden Festival.
0: Yes, you I'm have. Start working you on have
1: this. to do that now.
0: I have to start working.
1: So, talk about Excuse a segue. Me. All
0: right, guys, I gotta go.
1: Talk about a segue here. So we are going down to Disney World in April. So I thought we would talk about tips for planning your trip to Disney World. Yeah. So, I mean, these tips are great for especially somebody going for their first time because it can be very overwhelming. But even somebody that maybe doesn't necessarily go a lot, you know, there, there's so much involved in planning a trip now that, yeah. you know, I, I know when I do it, you know, I kind of plan everything myself. We don't go through a travel agent or anything, which a lot of people do, um, which can help the process. So, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of do it all on my own. But there's so much involved in terms of dining and fast passes and and knowing what to do. And you're so worried because it's a Disney trip. Some people only go every few years that you want to make it perfect. Exactly. So I thought it'd be great just to kind there's of like There's a lot of down. pressure
0: when you're, when you're really doing a Disney trip. There's a lot of per- pressure to try to make sure you fit everything in a lot of times for most people.
1: Right. So I just wanted to give, you know, like five, I think I have about five tips. And this is just solely for Walt Disney World um, because some of the stuff is specific in terms of like fast passes and things ahead of time for Disney World. But it could apply, a lot of this could apply to a trip to Disneyland uh, or or one of the other parks as well. So, kind of getting into it, I I said my first tip and kind of in starting the planning process so that these tips kind of go in order of how you're planning. I said, start with, start, get a budget, Mm -hmm. or at least a budget range. Because we talked last week about Alani and how it's anywhere from $500 a night to, the LeBron James suite of, <laughs> it's like, of penthouse suites that's like forty
0: five hundred dollars a night. Yeah, forty five hundred
1: dollars a night. And in Disney World, they have so many hotels, they have value, moderate, deluxe hotels. They can vary in range of night. So sometimes right. you can go to the all-star resorts, $130 a night. Right. Or you could stay at the beach and yacht club and pay eight, nine, hundred, a thousand dollars a night. Oh my gosh. So it it really you know, you really have to kind of determine what you actually want to spend because you can go to Disney depending on, you know, how many people are in your party for a few thousand dollars. You can go to Disney for tens of thousands of dollars, you know? So it
0: depends on how much disposable income you have. And then also it depends on how much time do you plan on spending at your resort? Because I always fight with myself about this as I'm like, Oh, I want to stay at a nice resort. But then it's like Joe and I spend so much time out in the parks and we really try to optimize our time there. So, We're, we always have this thing where it's like, okay, we can't, we're not going to stay at a nicer, like a super nice resort because we wouldn't get our money's worth there.
1: Right. Unless you really want to, I'd rather spend money on merch. Yeah. Unless you really want to go to like the, the blue pool at art of animation, in which case you have to stay at art of animation, or you want to do the Mm -hmm. beach and yacht club pool that has the sand in it. You have to stay there. I mean, other than that, you're right. It's like every resort has pools. You know, every resort is going to be nice enough for the few hours. You're going to be in there sleeping. Right. and maybe a few hours. Now like I said, if you do spend some time at the pool cuz you right. have kids and you come back during the day, or like, you may want a nicer or like grandma's nice, coming
0: resort. and she's going to, you know, spend a lot of time watching the kids or helping with the kids and they she's not even going to go to the park. So then obviously, yeah, you may want something a, consideration. a nicer.
1: But so with that that's a good point point. and so just to kind of get a budget range because like I said, that's going to drive the rest of it, which kind of takes me to a
0: good a good budget's all of it. Right?
1: Yeah, just everything. (laughs) Yeah, everything you have. All all of your money. So that that also kind of leads into then picking what time of year you want to go. So the budget plays into your hotel choice, Mm -hmm. then also what time of year you can go. So a lot of people can only go at specific times of year. They can maybe only go in the summer. And so depending on what your budget is, it's going to limit to how many days you can stay and things. Exactly. But other than that, pick a time of year because, you know, if you go in. Kind of the winter time. That's that's not spring break or something like that. Or you go in the fall. Or Easter, yeah. Or you go in the fall. You're gonna see less crowds. than if you go in the summer, or right. if you go at Christmas like don't go Christmas yeah. week. Don't, don't go, go spring break week. Exactly.
0: Yeah. But then I, I was, mean, I, I, against my better judgment, I would advise if you can make it possible. <laughs> again, against my better judgment, take your kids out of school if they're doing well enough that they can be taken out of school. Do that and then take them for less so that you spend less money.
1: Right, because then you can stay longer. Right. But the other thing is Disney has so many different things. Make sure you make that work up. <laughs> throughout the season. So we mentioned the Flower and Garden Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, right now they have going on kind of the the Festival of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Halloween, we've talked about the, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yeah. Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. So they have a ton of events right. going on throughout so it pays the year to
0: go at different times of the year too. And not always in the same season, which is basically what I've been able to do. Um, most of the times I've gone is just in the summer.
1: Exactly. So, okay. So once you kind of have your budget, you know, kind of when you're going. So this brings me to my second planning tip and that is to start planning early. Yes. So when you are planning uh, a Disney trip, and you'll probably see this if you talk to people or you kind of go on Facebook. People mm-hmm. will mention this to you. You you have to plan early. Right. You
0: cannot be like, a, oh, okay, I'm at the park. What am I going to do? Because there's so many things that open up so far in advance. I mean, fast passes, uh, what are they? How many months? Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll get into that. So if you, for me, at least, I like to start planning kind of like a year ahead of time, at mm-hmm. least. But as you said, fast passes are... Um, 30 days out if you're staying off property or 60 days out, if you're staying on property and then restaurant reservations are 180 days. So six months ahead of time. And that's for everybody. Right.
0: Right. So if you want to stay at one of their more like premier restaurants, you can definitely set that up far in advance and then make sure you get the times that you want. So it it definitely it it plans to do your research ahead of time and then make your reservations early.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So if you're looking at six months out to make a reservation, you have to start thinking about where you want to eat seven or eight months out. You know. So so you're gonna to have to know. <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, it sounds cra- crazy. It sounds crazy. But I mean, these reservations do fill up that quickly. I mean, you can go on 180 days out, and some of the very popular restaurants will be booked. Like you'll have a hard time getting certain times and same with fast passes. You know, I mean the extra 30 days for staying on property is a huge benefit um, because people will go on there seven o'clock in the morning, as soon as you can get your fast pass and they fill up, you know, really quickly. So Mm -hmm. if you have to know that what your places you want to eat, things you want to do that far in advance, you have to start thinking about what days you're going to go a few months before that and start researching a few months before that. So just for that reason, it pays to start planning early, but then also to give yourself time to learn the basics. So if you've never gone before, understanding magic bands and how the Disney Magical Express works, things like that.
0: Right. And just to go back real quick to finances, if you are planning in advance, you're also essentially going to save money because you're saving time. So you can book your fast passes in such a way that you don't have to like wait, have a lot of wasted time riding buses and things. You can really kind of map out your plan and like map out what you're going to be doing, which can in turn help you to have like more high value time in the parks. Yeah.
1: And you can also, it's a good point of paying, you can do a payment plan so you don't have to pay for it all at one time. If you're, if you book your trip six, seven months out, you can pay a little bit over those six or seven months, which doesn't make it necessarily more affordable but gives you more right. time to kind of save up and pay for it. Well, yeah. So this brings me to my next tip. And kind of like how we mentioned, you know, fast passes, you get an extra 30 days if you stay on property. So my next tip is to make sure you stay on property. So there, there's a lot of great resorts and things and hotels around the resort as well. But staying on Disney property or there are some hotels that are Disney partner hotels that have similar... Um, uh, similar kind of experiences or you know add-ons that you get benefits is what I'm looking for there as well. So by staying on property, you get access to the Disney Magical Express, which is great. Right. You don't have to pick up your luggage at the airport. You don't have to lug your luggage back. They, they check it in for you. Very
0: nice. Lug your luggage. I like it.
1: You get Fast Passes 30 days earlier. So all the people staying off property, all those Fast Passes are already booked by the time it gets to them because yeah. it's been 30 days. You get extended park hours, so they have the early morning magic and kind of the late morning magic. Every day, a certain park either opens or or stays. Closes a little bit. Like, I think it's like an hour, right? It's an hour, and you have to be staying on property to get that. They scan your wristbands before you go on a ride. Mm-hmm. You also get the benefit of the bus service, so you don't need to rent a car when you're down there yeah. because you can use Disney transportation. Now, if you stay off property, you can still use Disney's bus service. You would just have to... A lot of people, what they'll do is they'll take an Uber or something to, say, Disney Springs yeah, and then get on a bus there that then takes them to any resort or theme park. So you can still kind of use that service, but it's an extra step because you have to get to Disney Springs or a theme park or something like that. Whereas if you're on property, once you're there, you don't have to worry about anything.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, they really do make it worth your money because it is... Transportation is... A big pain when you're in the parks so i mean even just waiting for the buses and that's just like but the buses are great like they're convenient and nice so it is something that i, I
1: agree yeah with. a lot of people complain about the buses because
0: they fill up fast they fill up
1: fast and different resorts
0: they they book them so that the lower end resorts oftentimes get the last stop so sometimes you'll have to wait two three four buses before you can get on so,
1: right, and it all depends on how many people stay at the resort. So, sometimes the smaller resorts don't have buses as frequently,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so there are some wait times. But to your point, I mean, yes, it may take you a little bit longer to navigate, but I think it's worth it because you get service from outside your hotel to basically right to the front gate, mm-hmm. especially the Magic Kingdom. If you don't get on a Disney bus, if you get an Uber or you drive, you have to go to the transportation station. And then take the monorail from there to the ticket station. So it's an extra step, whereas the Mm -hmm. Disney buses drop you off right there. So I definitely would recommend staying on property whenever you can. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a really key tip.
0: Yeah, Walt built it that way for a reason. Yeah.
1: So my next (laughs) tip is determining what your must dos are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we talked about, you know, thinking of where you're going to eat six months in advance. <laughs> and again, and with res- restaurant reservations, you can always cancel them up yeah. to the day of, or the day before, I think. Mm-hmm. So, and if you don't cancel them, it's a $10 per person charge. So if you have a family of four and you miss a reservation or forget to cancel, it's a $40 charge, which it's a big enough that it, it incentivizes you to make sure you show up for your reservations, but it's not going to break the bank. If, you forget it or you're, you're having too much fun, something else and you miss a reservation. Yeah. So you can book stuff six months in advance. You can book a lot of reservations. And then as you get closer to side, Hey, I'm double booked here, which I actually don't even think it lets you double book. But yeah. you know, if you see, Hey, maybe I don't want to eat here or I have a fast pass around the same time. You can always cancel and yeah. it's, it's no charge, but determine what your must do's are. So, you have a limited amount of time at the parks. So you're only going to be there five, six days, maybe three days, You know, maybe mm-hmm. a weekend. You're only going to have so much time at each park, If depending if you get a park hopper or not. You might only be able to go to one park a day. So you really have to determine what are the key things you must do, because you're not going to be able to do everything. Yeah. There's so much to do at Disney that you don't have enough time to do everything, nor do you have enough money to do everything.
0: Right. Unless you're LeBron James. That's, I, he's my new theme. He doesn't have,
1: have enough time, though. Again, there's not enough time. He may have the money, the, but he doesn't well, have the time. Or the,
0: you're The Rock. We'll say The Rock. Because I, that man has just boatloads of money.
1: And time. The Rock seems to have... I think he has the time stone from Doctor <laughs> Strange because he makes like seven movies at once. Yeah, it's, it's an, pretty and amazing. does a
0: TV show.
1: Yes. Yeah, he does everything. It's It's pretty amazing. He's got like four movies coming out again next year, but... Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so you really, you, you have to think about that. And you have to realize, you know, it's okay if you don't do everything. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to do a VIP tour. We talked about those a few episodes ago. You know, maybe there is, you know, one restaurant that you have to go to. Maybe you want to go shopping at Disney Springs. Like figure out
0: what your prioritize what you what you want to do. Figure out what your must list is and then some a list of maybe, okay, this is stuff that I would like to do, but if I run out of time to get it done, I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. I'm not gonna cry over it.
1: Exactly. It just save that for the next trip. Yeah. That's all you have to do. So and and this kind of that kind of rolls in nicely to my last tip, which is you've done all this planning. You've spent all this money. You've got you've gotten down to the parks. You're there. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Can I guess what your last point is? Because I don't know Go what ahead. your last point Go is. Ahead. Is it to buy the photo pass?
1: No. It's not to buy the photo pass. Because I thought
0: you were gonna say, you know, you've done all these this preparation and now you wanna be able to remember what you've done. So buy the photo pass because then you get sort of a record of like chronicles of what you've done. That is
1: a good tip. That's kind of, that's determining if you're, that's your must do. Do you have to have photos or not? Cause you can just take them with your, with your phone.
0: You can, but I will say, I mean, not carrying I think a photo phone. the pass.
1: Yeah. The photo pass is worth yeah, it. Yeah. If I you,
0: think. if, if you don't carry a phone at your park, like the, the time I didn't have my phone with me the whole time was an incredible experience. Um, but I do like snapping photos while I'm there. So I probably would never do that again, but I don't like carrying a purse.
1: So. Okay. Well, that was not it though. Okay. So, so my last tip is to just relax and enjoy it. So.
0: Oh, that's that's cliche. No, I think I think, I think the photo pass. No,
1: I think no, because I think that's a good tip. Because like you, you mentioned earlier. Yeah. No, you get I, there a lot of and pressure. you're so stressed to make sure it's the perfect trip. If you have kids, you want it to be the the perfect trip for them. You know, for us as adults, it's like we don't have kids there, so we want to make sure it's the perfect trip for us. It's a lot of money to go down there, but. As we said, you're not going to be able to do everything. And if you have kids, they're not going to remember, oh, I didn't get to ride that one right. ride or I didn't see that one character.
0: They're going to remember riding Dumbo and getting yeah. to control, whether it goes up and down or getting their hat signed And if you take a picture, all the characters. If you take and...
1: a picture, you can show the pictures later of all the fun or, times they did and yeah. throw away all the times that they were crying or throwing or, a tantrum. Or getting
0: sun poisoning because you accidentally didn't put enough sun. These are all things that happened when I went as, as a <laughs> nine-year-old. Um, I do remember that, okay, so mar- like, but right. that had nothing to do. So with... they may
1: remember some of the traumatic experiences then. Yeah.
0: But that wasn't that traumatic. I don't remember it hurting. I mean, I'm sure it hurt, but I don't remember. I just remember my face bubbling up, um, which was, pretty, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It, it was, it was pretty gross. I got like that's, these blisters, but that's
1: pretty intense. So hopefully yeah. that doesn't happen. But so if that happens, you can stress out a bit, but well, yeah, after, just after... make
0: sure like if you, especially if you're going, I mean, any time of year, because it's sunny in Florida, Apply sunscreen, reapply sunscreen. If you're a woman and you wear makeup, put on some foundation and stuff that has SPF in it because it is so key in that Florida sun. Wear hat.
1: Uh, oh, right. To, yeah, to yeah keep try, that. try to protect yeah, because yourself. Exactly. There is
0: nothing more miserable than have to try to pretend like you're having a good time in Disney World when you are itchy and you hurt and you look like you just have bumps all over your body so again not speaking from experience or anything but right
1: but but short of that like I said just just kind of enjoy it like enjoy your time there realize focus on what you did get to do versus what you didn't get to do and you'll have a lot more fun and you'll realize hey you've done all the planning you've done all the prep work now it's just a matter of time to go and enjoy your trip
0: yeah exactly Yeah. And then the enjoyment's a big part of it because obviously you're spending all this time planning and making reservations and all these other things. So once you're there, don't let yourself be so like up such a ball of stress that you're not going to have a good time. Think positively. Let the good vibes of Disney World really just lift you up, carry you on Disney's wings of magicalness and and just, you know, try to try to just loosen up a bit.
1: All right, so I think those are, think those are good, <laughs> some good tips. We have a, a question that's kind of related to trip planning, so I thought it'd be good to ask it this week. Yeah. So uh, Andy L asked if on your next trip, if you could only ride one ride, what would it be? So we're going in a couple months, so I thought about this, and I have I immediately an answer came to me, and it is Flight of Passage.
0: Ooh. And why
1: this Flight of Passage is I haven't had a chance to ride that yet and it is supposed to be an incredible ride so if i can only ride one ride while i'm down there i want to ride flight of passage because i've basically ridden all the other rides that are there so far now obviously i haven't uh been on the navi river journey but out of the two flight of passage is the better one so if i can only ride one ride when i go in a few months that would be it how about you
0: well, my it the first thing that came to mind was expedition Everest. because uh, I mean it's
1: roller you coaster stick with that the goes, yeah,
0: the roller coaster that goes backwards. But then you said that, and I want to steal your answer because I like it a little bit better. But then I thought of Space Mountain. And how much I enjoy Space Mountain, and how the last time we went to a Disney park, it was the one in Disneyland. Land. And you, you because like I grew Mountain up much. with the one in Disney World, I prefer that one. So I kind of would like right, to so refresh our course so you're on be that.
1: Space Mountain. So if you go, that 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 seems right for you. If you're going to ride one ride, you're going to go Space Mountain so fun no I think that, I think that's good I think it's a solid choice yeah I would but, but I would definitely be no I really want to ride
0: the flight of passage too it would yeah. be a lot of fun
1: so well th- that's it for our episode um, hopefully that's helpful these tips are helpful for you in, in planning your next trip or your first trip if not Let just lie and say they were I mean I think they're helpful if any you know <laughs> I'd love to hear you know what your top planning tip is so you know any of our listeners who have been to the parks before you know kind of what is either your top tip or one thing you wish you would have known before oh you my had gosh gone. yeah we would know, love to hear that yeah
0: I, I, that would actually be kind of a, a really interesting episode too like just uh what you wish you would have known before you went to a disney park
1: exactly yeah so you know, let us know on uh, Facebook. We're at Enchanted Ears Podcast. You can you can let us know there. So, um, but want to thank everybody for listening. You know, uh, make sure you subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcast. We're on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.
0: We also have an Instagram, which is at Enchanted Ears Podcast. But uh, one other, one final thing before we wrap it up here: if you can think of any, I we come up with these topics constantly but if you think of anything that you particularly would like to hear us talk about something that you're curious about something that you're like "Mm, i could do some research on this but i don't feel like it uh make joe and angela do it please like we would we would love any suggestion on something that you want to hear because we want to hear from you so
1: yeah definitely Uh, and until next week remember have have a a magical magical day. day